0: Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to the Kaigen Digital Insights webinar on A Breakthrough for Rare Disease, Completing the Clinical Exome Gap. My name is Mary Ann. I'm the Global Campaign Manager for Kaigen Digital Insights, and I'll be the host and moderator for our webinar today. Before we get started, there are a few housekeeping items to go over. During today's session, all attendees will be in listen-only mode to avoid any background noise during the presentation. If you have any questions for our presenter or regarding our solutions in general, let us know in the Ask Questions panel on the left side of your screen. We'll have some time at the end of the presentation today to do a QA. and a and if there's any questions we don't get to uh, during today's session, we'll follow up with you by email. Now before we get started, I'd like to introduce you to our speaker for today, Dr. Georgios Stamoulis. Georgius is the Director of Global Product Management for Hereditary Diseases at Chiagen Digital Insights. Dr. Stomolis is a molecular geneticist by training and holds a PhD in human genetics from the University of Geneva and an MSc in medical genetics from the University of Glasgow. Georgius has had more than 12 years of experience in human genetics and genomic diagnostics and research and in product management of hereditary disease products with a focus on NGS interpretation tools. So thank you for joining us today, Georgios, and I'll now hand the presentation over to you.
1: Hi to everyone. It's a great pleasure being with you today. Uh, My name is Georgios Tamoulis. I'm a Molecular Geneticist by training and the Director of Global Product Management for Hereditary Diseases in Kajen Digital Insights team. Today we'll try to uh, give you an overview of how our team uh, is closing the gap in the clinical collection completeness uh, in terms of bibliography, but also in terms of content in order to provide you uh, the most effective way and the most effective workflow for your interpretation on the hereditary diseases and rare diseases. And all this through the unique combination of AI technology, along with the best in class, manually curated content out there today. So let's start our uh, presentation. Here's our disclaimer. And uh, I will start first uh, with an overview of the current landscape of the Hereditary Disease Testing. Uh, As uh, most of you, you may know, there is this, uh, theory of Hippocrates in uh, ancient Greek uh, medicine uh, about the four humors, the black bile, yellow bile, blood, and phlegm. Nowadays, we have the four nucleotides that are determining the health and disease status as the four humors of Hippocrates were, uh, uh, were responsible for the health or disease status of an individual. And if we look in the hereditary testing field evolution, we will see that uh, at the early 2000s uh, we were doing uh, single gene testing. Then we moved to multi-gene and hotspot panel testing. And nowadays we are in the era of multi-gene and exome panel with whole also with whole exome and whole genome uh, sequencing being uh, the most uh, innovative approach at the moment uh, that someone can follow to investigate uh, hereditary diseases. Uh, and uh, the trend, and uh, in the very near future, we will see also a transition to multi-omics approach, where uh, users will be taking into account uh, multiple levels of information and multiple levels of omics data, such as genomics, proteomics, metabolomics, and many more, in order to have a more rounded overview of uh, of uh, the status of an individual, and then take uh, accordingly the most uh, informed decisions and to provide the most accurate diagnosis for this individual. Uh, with the rise of uh, these uh, amazing technology, the next generation sequencing technology, we have seen the last years, a tremendous amount of discoveries, uh, which are much more compared to the past. And this is ultimately uh, because of uh, the the possibilities and the power of the NGS technology. Uh, Indicatively, you can see uh, last week uh, in OMIM, uh, we had like more than 4,400 genes to single gene disorders as well to to be uh, clearly described and uh, associated with the gene. And this number is constantly increasing Uh, we know that approximately one new gene every day is discovered uh, to be associated with uh, hereditary disorders or a phenotype uh, associated with hereditary disease. And this number of genes is estimated to be approximately 9,000 genes. And uh, we understand that we are in the middle of this race. So there are many more things to be discovered. And uh, while these discoveries are progressing, uh, this uh, this technology is involved in, in many uh, stages of our life cycle, uh, the hereditary just interpretation particularly, and this is from Z to A, from zygote to adult in a human life cycle. And this can be, uh, for example, uh, an IPT test or diagnosis in newborn infants or in nicu units. Uh, diagnostics with NGS interpretation for monogenic and Mendelian disorders or hereditary cancer testing in the adulthood, as well as uh, pharmacogenomics testing while we're aging. And uh, now the big question that arises is that uh, how someone can effectively, quickly, and confidently, of course, analyze and interpret variants from whole exome runs, which contains more than 25,000 variants or whole genome runs with more than 3 million variants and clinical exome runs as well. So how we can be sure about this uh, approach and, uh, and the workflow that we are uh, focusing. There are many challenges to be addressed uh, in this uh, 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 workflow, in the interpretation workflow. One of the most important challenges is the fast interpretation uh, workflow and uh, consequently the fast turnaround time uh, to uh, the patients uh, is challenging, especially when it comes to uh, large gene panels or whole exome and whole genome runs, because the bigger the data it is, then the, biggest DF, the bigger the effort is to interpret this data. Moreover, different uh, labs, uh, they are trying to develop their own in-house solutions uh, for interpretation workflows or for uh, the secondary analysis and tertiary analysis workflows. However, in order to develop such solution, uh, it, it's extremely difficult. First of all, and then uh, let's assume let's uh, let's accept that uh, a lab maybe uh, has a, uh, a prototype kind of uh, solution for this uh, workflow. Then this solution needs uh, a constant uh, operating uh, uh, cost, but also a constant uh, workforce. Uh, which will be working on this uh, uh, tool in order to make sure that this is maintained proper uh, appropriately to have updates. And now while I'm speaking about updates, I'm going to the third and most important challenge uh, on the NGS interpretation. Uh, and specifically on the hereditary testing, which is to, to stay current and uh, make sure that uh, the tool that is used for the NGS interpretation is up to date with the new findings that I was uh, speaking of just in the previous slides. Uh, and because these uh, new findings, the new discoveries, uh, and all these new knowledge that is acquired every day is very, very big. And uh, someone needs to have the right tool to make sure that uh, he's following. Uh, the the evolvement of the field in order to have an accurate workflow for the diagnosis of these patients and make sure that uh, no information is missed. Speaking about challenges, uh, some uh, people may think about other challenges as well, uh, since we're moving to whole exome whole genome nowadays. As I said, huge amount of data and variants uh, leads to bigger interpretation effort. Uh, The turnaround time may uh, be a a challenge. Uh, The increased demand for new evidences, the new discoveries that are out there, to make sure that we're keeping with the most uh, recent bibliography. Uh, A workflow that can be flexible, but also scalable. And also uh, the fact that uh, also CNV analysis is extremely uh, challenging sometimes and to make sure that the workflow someone is using can address also different types of variation and not just SNVs and indels, but also CNVs and other types of uh, variation. Last but not least uh, is um, the the challenge and the big debate out there uh, uh, about uh, artificial intelligence versus manually curated content. Quantity versus quality. Our suggestion here is to make sure we're combining these two very powerful approaches and offer the best outcome uh, that uh, is possible today to uh, users and to clinical scientists and geneticists that are doing interpretations for hereditary diseases. And this is our approach, which I will showcase to you uh, during our uh, presentation today. Let's move on now to uh, the first, Uh, introduction, if you want, to our tool and uh, to our team. What we are doing in our uh, team, Chiogen Digital Insights team, and uh, what is our tool? The QCI Interpret tool for uh, the uh, interpretation of hereditary diseases. I will first try to give you a brief overview of uh, Chiogen Digital Insights. The team uh, uh, consists of hundreds of scientists and engineers, and other specialists who work daily to make sure that uh, we keep on top of the new uh, clinical literature and to provide products which help translate genomic data into clinical insights and more actionable insights. Cajun Digital Insights provides a variety of products in different areas from academic research and human samples all the way to clinical laboratory testing, and one of the fundamental and core things we do is to curate these evidence from the scientific literature. So you can get a constant uh, and current view of what's known to be clinically relevant, and of course to gain insights into your data and uh, clinical results. Katagen Digital Insights uh, is serving more than 90,000 customers worldwide, and um, our clinical decision support tool, uh, QCI Interpret, uh, has been cited in over 35,000 publications. So today I will be speaking uh, mostly about the QCI Interpret uh, product, uh, which is uh, our uh, clinical decision support software for hereditary diseases. Uh, And this uh, tool has been used to interpret more than 3 million patient samples to date. Um, Speaking about KiGen knowledge base and uh, our uh, our strengths, uh, I'd like here to emphasize a little bit on our uh, Five pillars of our content, which is the depth of information, the breadth of information with more than 20 years of expert curation, and uh, also augmented molecular insights and AI-driven insights, the quality of this information, which is ensured by the fact that we have more than 200 PhD scientists curating daily all this information, as well as the different certifications, as you can see, ISO 9001, uh, as well as the ISO 13485, and also the fact that uh, We have also the uh, AVDR almost ready, uh, just bureaucratic reasons. As you know, many companies have submitted that. So it's just a matter of time to have that ready very soon. Of course, also the other pillar, the timeliness of this information that we provide in Kaizen Digital Insights and with Kaizen Knowledge Base. uh, The timeliness, which is extremely important in order to make sure that the information you get is up to date. Uh, and uh, we have uh, different types of updates, like uh, daily, weekly, uh, bi-weekly, monthly, but also quarterly updates, to ensure that the content you see in uh, in our tool is uh, is is up to date, and uh, you you have a. Uh, A peace of mind and ease of mind that uh, whatever you see in your screen is up to date in order to make sure that you do uh, efficient interpretations and accurate interpretations for your patients. And last but not least, the context of this information, which is uh, validated in more than 36,000 publications, as I mentioned uh, earlier. This knowledge base uh, is uh, fundamental and core to our products uh, for, a re- for a reliable, but also a fast interpretation process. And here at this point, I would like to touch a little on our curation process. Our curation is sort of uh, like a factory-like process on a high scale. Uh, as mentioned, we have hundreds of PhD scientists working daily on the curation uh, systematically uh, through different curation protocols and processes, which are rigorously tested and defined and which provides very high quality computable evidence, which then can be used to put the data that is generated from your NGS runs into context of uh, what's currently known about the variants and the mutations uh, detected. Evidences are curated from a, a variety of different sources, such as scientific literature, but we also curate medical guidelines like practice guidelines, drug labels, clinical trials, as well as different molecular data sets, population-wide data sets regarding genomic variation and potential pathogenicity of the variants. So uh, a a wide variety, basically, of uh, different content sources that are clinically relevant uh, is created daily, and this is done through a distributed workforce of scientists who are trained on the various protocols we use, and read uh, that literature or review the other sources and integrate into what we call the Cajun knowledge base. And this is how we enable uh, our applications, including QCI Interpret to compute and combine all the relevant information related to the variant of interest. And of course, to put it into biological uh, context for you. So if I would, I was about to ask you uh, what kind of features are uh, valued most in the germline analysis on the different steps for you uh, from uh, the sequencing, then to secondary analysis in the germline pipeline, up to uh, the germline interpretation and report, which are the most uh, critical. And uh, sometimes people uh, also think, and I personally agree that are the most difficult parts, the interpretation part of the reporting, which of uh, the, 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 these three features or, or variables that I'm showing you here, quality, speed, or cost, you could uh, pick uh, as the most important? Um, I, I would expect that uh, some of you, you may choose two or one or all three of them. The good news is that you don't need to choose any uh, because in Cajun Digital Insights, we provide all three of those uh, at the highest level in order to make sure that by using uh, QCI Interpret, you can save lives with a high quality, save time with the unparalleled speed, but also save money uh, with uh, the effective uh, workflow and the cost-effective workflow that we provide. Pyogen in, uh, Clinical Insight Interpret, QCI Interpret, for Hereditary Diseases and Oncology as well, is a clinical decision support software which can accelerate the viral interpretation, but also the reporting of uh, NGS tests at scale. And it is powered by our CAGE and knowledge base. Uh, it provides different interactive filters, which I will uh, show you in a bit. So you can prioritize variants uh, uh, accordingly. And also, also it, uh, it gives uh, dynamically and transparently uh, the computation of the different pathogenicities based on different uh, systems. Uh, And, of course, based on ACMG guidelines, which is extremely important. We also provide a super high quality uh, phenotype driven ranking uh, approach for prioritization of variants, which is extremely important, especially when it comes to clinical exome, whole exome and whole genome cases, as we will see uh, in a bit. And that saves also a tremendous amount of time from the users when they have to do an investigation in such uh, cases. We provide the best-in-class manually curated evidences from literature, and in this way, we save a tremendous amount of time from you, uh, so you don't need to look for this literature. We have manually curated every uh, detail on these different uh, articles, and we provide that in front of you in relation with uh, the gene and the variant under investigation. If we look uh, in in the whole workflow, uh, we, we see here the whole workflow of an NGS uh, uh, test. We start with the sequencing. Our tool is uh, sequencer agnostic, but also uh, uh, chemistry agnostic. And also uh, for the secondary analysis as well, uh, is, it is combati- compatible with uh, every uh, secondary analysis uh, uh, tool that you may be using. We as kaijen we provide also uh, secondary analysis tools as well as chemistry uh, uh, kits for uh, exome uh, analysis, but um, uh, you can use any, uh, any, any type of uh, chemistry or secondary analysis tool you want. And then QCI interpret comes uh, for the last uh, uh, step of the workflow, which is from the VCF part to the report. You can submit your VCF in different ways and use QCI interpret in different ways through API or through our UI, the user interface, which is extremely user-friendly in order to do different variant filtration strategies, but also to look into details about bibliography, the variant classification uh, associations, uh, different uh, parameters of the variant uh, in different databases, scores, Pathogenicity scores, prediction of deleteriousness, and many more. And then, of course, in just a few clicks, you can very easily report your variant uh, into a customizable uh, report. UCI Interpret uh, can address all different types of uh, hereditary testing, but not only hereditary, as well as somatic oncology, from hereditary cancer to carrier screening and familial variant analysis to whole genome, whole exome, and clinical exome for. Rare inherited disorders. And of course, somatic testing as well is uh, available with uh, QCI Interpret 1. QCI Interpret uh, is basically the only uh, interpretation platform which contains the most extensive curated evidence and content from literature, which ensures the high quality interpretation combined now with the AI driven content. We provide full transparency on the source of the article for all evidences. The updates are very frequent uh, in order to make sure that uh, uh, the the information we provide is up to date. As mentioned, uh, the new phenotype-driven ranking uh, is uh, extremely uh, accurate, and I will show you in a bit uh, a a case on this. And of course, we provide additional AI NLP variant citations, which gives you all the different information uh, that is available out there uh, for you. And of course, we have the contextual information with new disease filtering capabilities that I will show you in a bit. Here, I would like to to show you uh, some of the unique features uh, that we provide uh, in our platform, um, and uh, of course, among others that I will show you in a bit, which are uh, uh, which were uh, released in our latest release. First of all, we provide. The, different interactive filter uh, cascades that you can set up and save for your future interpretations from uh, confidence filters regarding the variants up to uh, frequency filters or uh, predicted uh, deleteriousness about the different variants, as well as involvement uh, on on different uh, types of diseases. Or the mode of inheritance, etc. You can use these filters, you can save this filter for your future interpretation so you don't need to spend time to set in every interpretation uh, these uh, filters. Moreover, we provide uh, a full, a fully integrated CMB interpretation workflow uh, where uh, we provide all the different evidences, the bibliography evidences available. And this uh, CNV interpretation workflow is based on the new and latest ACMG-CNV guidelines uh, in order to ensure that you have the most uh, uh, the, the most correct information so you can be sure about your interpretation on these challenging CNV cases. Moreover, uh, we have the phenotype-driven ranking, which I will showcase later. Uh, this phenotype-driven ranking basically ranks and prioritizes uh, the different variants and genes Uh, from uh, uh, tens of thousands or millions of variants, based on the phenotype information that the user is providing based on the symptoms and phenotype info that uh, uh, is is given uh, for for, uh, these specific patients. We also provide the clinical validity information and uh, a graph, which is extremely important to show the gene disease association Uh, but also the different symptoms uh, with the blue dots on the bottom, uh, how these symptoms are related finally to different syndromes and the gene under investigation uh, that we are looking at. And this is extremely important uh, for the phenotype-driven ranking uh, uh, approach. We provide a uh, very fast uh, and effective uh, workflow uh, by in our uh, in, in our previous release, basically we, we uh, incorporated the trias mode where you can basically do the variant assessment directly on the variant list page when screening many variants in a case. And also if you have seen this variant before and you have made an assessment of this variant, these assessment notes are shown automatically. So you can just report uh, this variant with just one click directly, in case you see a variant that you know it is pathogenic or you know the status of this uh, variant. So you don't need to spend extra time on these variants. Moreover, we are adding uh, more information, uh, uh, which is extremely useful for the users and the clinical scientists to get a better feeling and understanding about the pathogenicity of a variant. Uh, as an example, I'm showing here the ClinVar submissions for different variants. Now we provide. The, all the clean var submissions uh, based on different categories pathogenic, likely pathogenic, benign, likely benign variants of unknown significance. And this gives a first feeling to the user about the potential pathogenicity of a variant before going into the details of each variant and explore further the different uh, information we provide. Moreover, we provide another very useful tool, uh, which is uh, basically uh, the quick patient and sample context review. In this folder here, someone can uh, save different uh, files, uh, for example, uh, access-related sample run, QC reports, specimen data, or uh, uh, different tests that uh, this patient has uh, gone uh, through, and you save them all in one place, so you can have a rounded overview of the tests that this patient has been through. Uh, This, of course, can, uh, uh, can be done with LIMS link out, to accession from uh, within QCI interpret. Uh, Now, uh, one of the most important uh, features that we have uh, incorporated in our our latest release is uh, the artificial intelligence derived uh, PMIDs references, which are now integrated into the bibliography section, of course, uh, uh, coupled with the best-in-class manually curated content. We do not stop our manually manual curation process. We are just now further enhancing and supporting that by adding AI bibliography content. What you will be seeing in your screen uh, is uh, now new icons regarding the bibliography, which is the blue chip and the yellow chip. So far, you were able to see the manually curated content with the human icon. Now you are able to see also uh, the blue chip, which uh, indicates that this specific information is derived from uh, AI content and uh, from uh, our AI approach. The other uh, very important feature that we have uh, uh, incorporated in our uh Latest release is the phenotype-driven ranking, the one that I was speaking to you about before. Now we can uh, further uh, uh, classify and rank better the variants under investigation with improved PDR scores based on variant-specific information for accurate and adjusted weighting on a variant level in parallel, of course, with gene-specific information. Now the phenotype-driven ranking becomes more variant-centric uh, and uh, we provide, we make sure that uh, the accuracy is extremely high, more than 95% of the top five variants uh, that are ranked here of accuracy. So uh, you can uh, be sure about this uh, information that you see on your screen. And something I would like to uh, highlight here is that this technology has been developed through uh, real-world data, thousands of real-world cases, in order to make sure that we provide the best information uh, out there. Moreover, in our latest release, we made sure that uh, we have improved and further enhanced the ACMG rules as they are evolving with new suggestions from uh, existing guidelines. Now we are providing full transparency on the PVS-1 notice and PVS-1 criterion. We give uh, all the different information for PVS-1. As you know, there are different sub-scenarios and sub-cases in PVS-1. Now we will be providing these notices here in order to give full transparency to clinical scientists on the reasons why this uh, triggering on PVS-1 has happened. And of course, this gives more better understanding on the pathogenicity of the variant, and of course, uh, bigger freedom to the user to decide uh, what to do next. Here is another example of the new uh, PVS-1 notices. So this PBS uh, one notice here uh, refers to uh, a deletion, and of course we give uh, this information in different uh, scenarios that can happen for the PBS one triggering. Moreover, on our latest release, we have also added uh, as a, as a the the default uh, uh, transcript now the main, uh, the main uh, transcripts, which is basically a consensus between um, NCBI and uh, EMBL uh, uh, transcripts. As you can see on your screen, now uh, the main uh, select becomes the default transcript for an harmonized interpretation process, which is concordant with standard practices and the consensus between ensemble and RefSec. You can choose uh, the different uh, uh, available transcripts and uh, look for uh, the the different uh, uh, transcripts uh, on uh, the gene of your interest and do the interpretation on the transcript that you uh, want to visualize there. This information is also available on the variant directory where you can basically go and choose which transcript you want to uh, uh, choose for uh, different genes and variants through your variant directory uh, when it comes also to historical uh, cases. And of course, all these features at the end uh, they uh, they end up in a in a report, right? Uh, the, all these results and these features that I just presented, the ultimate goal of that is to make sure that uh, we are reporting uh, the right variant with the right information. And of course we provide for this region customizable and standard uh, standardized interpretation reports here's in here in this example. I have put two two, uh, two typical examples of hereditary reports. The first one is about uh, the actionable exome, action, and the second one on your right, it is about a carrier screening uh, customized report where we provide also uh, carrier specific information, uh, which are uh, very useful, especially when it comes to uh, couple, uh, a couple a couple. Uh, is doing a test for carrier screening and they wanna know more information about, for example, the frequency of the variant in the different populations. And of course, this information is extremely important as well for the consultants that they provide this information to uh, their patients. Now, <clears throat> I will uh, I will jump to the third part of my presentation, uh, which is uh, basically to highlight you, uh, the, the most important uh, feature of this release, Uh, which is the uh, AI-powered hereditary disease diagnostics that we are providing now, based on uh, the new AI bibliographic content, which is coupled with the best-in-class manually curated content in order to ensure that you provide the best uh, and most up-to-date information to your uh, interpretation workflows and consequently to your patients. AI, Driven content now is combined with the best-in-class manually curated content. Here on this picture, you can see basically three levels of uh, updates and uh, extraction of information that we do. The first one is AI and machine learning curation. The second one is manual curation by hundreds of PhD scientists. And the third one is uh, rigorous quality control for consistency and accuracy. And all three of them. At the end, gives us this high-quality information in CAGEN knowledge base, and QCI interpret for hereditary diseases. Uh, AI and machine learning uh, curation is available for different types of information, like the data sets that we use, AGMD, for example, or ClinVar, Nomad, Cosmic, and many more. Uh, the clinical articles for the most prevalent disease genes are going also through AI and manual curation as well which are the genes that are uh, tested uh, globally as the most frequently tested genes. So we make sure that you don't miss a single article there, uh, which is, uh, let's say, not manually created. We manually create all of these very critical information. And now the new addition is that we expand the AI approach into different uh, other genes, which are related to rare diseases in order to make sure that we are exome complete in the bibliography part. And uh, uh, now through AI, we make sure that we provide the uh, relevant articles for other genes as well, which may not be regularly tested, but they are very important, especially when it comes to clinical exome investigations. So we close the gap now. Uh, and we are exome complete by having the new AI content on top of the best in class manually curated content for these specific uh, genes. So with our AI uh, content now on top of the manually curated content, we make sure that we provide a, a higher speed in your interpretation process with full transparency on the article source of the content. Enhanced content now is available uh, in in QCI Interpret based on AI NLP uh, information, and that of course it uh, ultimately facilitates the interpretation process and reduces the turnaround time. Here I'm going back to what I was showing to you before. This is a uh, typical how it is uh, it will be looking uh, in 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 uh, QCI Interpret tool. You have now the new icons, the cheap icons, which uh, indicates that this information, this specific uh, reference, for example, is uh, AI driven. Um, and uh, the different colors, uh, as I said, is the high quality, the blue, super high quality. The yellow is high to medium confidence. Here, I would like to highlight the fact that uh, we are excluding any AI content which may be uh, medium to low confidence. Why we do that? Some of you, you may wonder why we are doing that. The reason is that we want to save a tremendous amount of time from you in order to uh, uh, in order you not to deal with any false positive AI calls. We all agree that AI is a great tool, especially for genomics interpretation. However, at the moment, AI, uh, has also uh, its its uh, its uh, its cons if you want, and uh, one of uh, these uh, disadvantages of AI at the moment is that sometimes um, some results may uh, be false positive calls because of the way this information is extracted uh, from AI uh, in order. Uh, SkyGen Digital Insights in order to uh, make sure that you don't have these false positive calls. We are excluding all of those and we provide you only the very high confidence information and the high to medium confidence. So you don't spend time on cleaning up this data. We have done that for you already. We're expanding uh, the bibliography coverage, as I said, with AI content, and this is how it will be looking at. And uh, here is the AI bibliographic content with the blue chip and uh, an extremely important feature, extra feature, uh, which no one else is providing at the moment, is the following. If you look on the top of this uh, picture, you will realize that we have a, a tick box here which says, so phenotype related references only, right? And in this case, uh, with, with this, excuse me, with this uh, are, excuse me, I did, I. I clicked twice. My apologies. So in this uh, tick box here, you can see that we have uh, these uh, uh, so phenotype related references only. You imagine that you have a big list of uh, references manually, but also AI driven references. Now what we do is that if someone clicks on this button, they can basically focus the level uh, of information that they see only to these uh, references that contain Phenotype-related information, and this can be the disease under investigation or the phenotype the user has been given, uh, has been given as input or uh, provided to QCI interpret as input. You can see now that we have the context information in all the different uh, references, and based on that, we are basically uh, uh, filtering down only to what really matters for your investigations. The phenotype-driven ranking, which now becomes more Uh, more variant centric, as I said before, and now it gives you a bigger uh, strength on your uh, rankings uh, when it comes to a blind investigation, which is a very common approach, especially for clinical exome, whole exome, and whole genome cases. Now, I will will jump to uh, a a real case here that I would like to show you and uh, demonstrate how the new AI content but also the updated phenotype-driven ranking uh, approach gives you, uh, uh, in just uh, a matter of few clicks, the answer to a clinical exome case, in this case here. As you see, we have, uh, in this case, more than uh, 900 variants, 999 to be exact. And uh, for this specific patient, we know that uh, this patient had uh, different symptoms and we will use these symptoms here as an approach to basically do a phenotype-driven running uh, approach and make and try to pinpoint the causative variants for this specific uh, 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 patient. So the symptoms that this patient uh, had was congenital ichthyosiform erythroderma, erythroderma, uh, disorder of hair follicles, and also scaly erythema by applying these symptoms with HPO terms, or someone can upload the file with HPO IDs. This is also possible. And then if we click on apply symptoms, we will see then that uh, the phenotype driven ranking is working on the backend and uh, we are getting uh, a new type of information very shortly in our uh, uh, screen. And now out of the 999 variants, we have 188 variants. And uh, on the top of this list now that uh, don't forget, this list is ranked based on these symptoms now. And these symptoms are shown here in these three boxes with the different colors. It's co- The darker the color is, the most relevant uh, the symptom is to uh, this gene and disease. So uh, very interestingly, we see that at the very top, of this ranked list now, we have 2 spink SPINK5 variants, the gene SPINK5, with one of them being predicted as pathogenic and the other one as likely pathogenic. Now, if we want to look at well, the disease, we can, we can see that this is uh, related to Netherdon syndrome. And uh, also, if we click on the clinical validity uh, information, we see that this uh, information It is uh, basically uh, linked uh, to all the different uh, symptoms that we gave as input uh, with this specific gene and the syndrome. And this gives, of of course, full transparency to the user in order to to see how this variant has been uh, prioritized and ranked on top, among, of course, other parameters like zygosity, pathogenicity, and many, many more. Now, if we look on the bibliography section for this specific variant, we will see that we have different types of information, different types of references, manually curated content with a manual icon, with a human icon, but also AI-related content, which is, shows the importance of the AI in this case. The AI content will provide more information for this specific variant. Uh, if we wanted to scroll down and see the different other types of information that are provided, you see that for this variant, we have more uh, also manually curated content as well as content from databases. And of course, this, is, uh, this provides a, a big plethora of information uh, related to this uh, variant on the bibliography section. Now, if someone clicks on the bibliography section, on uh, this tick box that I just uh, mentioned uh, earlier, which is the "so phenotype related references only, someone can click here. And by clicking here, we will see that we will uh, filter down this big list of information of different articles only to those articles that contain uh, information which is related to the phenotypes that we gave as input. As you can see here, we have the congenital ichthyosiform erythroderma, and also the Netherton syndrome uh, with different information that is detected in the article as being related to the Netherton syndrome, but also to the uh, phenotype information that we gave as input for this specific case. So in this way now, we save a lot of time from you uh, by looking in different articles and you can focus in clinical articles that contain specific information of the phenotype, which is identical to your patient's phenotype. So you can look for articles that are very, very, very relevant to the case that you are investigating. Here, we have another case of the whole exome in this case here. And I would like to to highlight here the importance of the AI content, not through the phenotype-driven ranking now, but also, uh, but, but in this case, to, to show the importance of the AI content, especially when it comes to variants of unknown significance. Uh, I'm sure most of uh, our participants uh, here today, they are working in exome cases or clinical exome cases or whole genome cases, and uh, you are all very aware with uh, the huge amount of variants of unknown significance that you may be facing. Here at the top of the list, we see one variant on the ATP2B3 gene, and this variant uh, is predicted as uncertain significance. Now if we look on the bibliography section for this one, for this specific variant, we will see that we have a very recent article from last year, 2022, which contains some information about this specific variant uh, uh, on, uh, on this specific gene. Without having the AI content uh, here, we wouldn't have this uh, uh, information. We couldn't provide this information. So that's how this is another indication of how our uh, new integration of AI content is helping you, is providing you more information and uh, most importantly, accurate information. You see, this is a blue chip icon uh, uh, that uh, before you couldn't have. So now we have a combination of AI and manually curated content in this specific variant you see another parameter another aspect of how important the AI content can be for variants uh, of unknown significance that now we have an article and we can investigate further this article and maybe we can we can get a better understanding of this uh, specific variant and uh, its pathogenicity its potential pathogenicity with this, uh, I would like to uh, summarize my presentation for today and I would like to thank you for your attendance. I'd like to uh, summarize and mention that uh, QCI Interpret is a scalable, but also standardized uh, streamlined in the NGS interpretation and reporting workflow. We can uh, interpret uh, and you can interpret all types of genetic variation, including challenging CNVs. Uh, you can have different uh, variant filtering options and strategies uh, but also the most up-to-date AI-driven uh, phenotype-driven ranking that I just present to you. And uh, of course, uh, is the only tool out there which combines uh, AI plus best-in-class manually curated content for faster interpretation and accurate uh, information uh, for your uh, interpretation uh, process. Ultimately, of course, this will reduce your interpretation time And this will result, of course, in the reduced turnaround time for the patients, which is uh, extremely important. With this, I would like to thank you uh, very, very much for your attendance, and uh, I will be happy to answer uh, any of your questions. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, thank you, Georgias, for that great presentation. So we can now take some time to answer some questions from the audience. So for the people listening, if you have any questions for a speaker, go ahead and put them into that question panel on the left side of the screen, and we will answer as many as we can in the time that we have left. So the first question that we've gotten in is, does QCII support whole genome analysis as well? And also how effective is PDR on WGS?
1: Yeah. Uh, thanks for the question. Um, yes, of course, uh, QCI Interpret uh, supports uh, whole genome uh, sequencing grants uh, very effectively with all the content that we provide. Someone can have a, a very streamlined interpretation process for whole genome sequencing with all the available evidences, uh, uh, bibliography evidences through the manually curated content, but also the newly introduced uh, AI content that I just presented. And uh, regarding the PDR, the phenotype-driven ranking uh, uh, that uh, our uh, attendee is is asking, uh, the phenotype-driven ranking is also very effective, especially for whole genome runs uh, and whole exome runs, since this helps the user to pinpoint and and, uh, shortlist the variants Based on the probability of this variant to be involved in different phenotypes or symptoms, this patient have. And as we all know, in whole genome uh, runs, uh, many many times the investigation is kind of blind. And uh, clinicians and geneticists they go uh, as they have as a map uh, the, the symptoms of the patient. So they they take into account the symptoms of the patient in order to basically understand. Or uncover what's the most probable uh, cause, uh, causative uh, gene and variant for the disease of this patient. So, in that aspect, yes, phenotype-driven ranking is extremely effective, uh, especially for whole genome and whole exome runs.
0: Okay, great, thank you. So, uh, the next question is a good one because I know everyone is doing AI right now. Um, so the next question is, how does the AI bibliography content of QCI differ from other AI bibliography tools? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As I mentioned uh, previously during uh, the presentation, uh, first of all, there are, yeah, let, let me start like that. So first of all, the AI content of uh, QCI Interpret, Uh, is supported by the best-in-class manually curated content. That's a big, big differentiator uh, compared to other AI contents. So it's not just the AI content we provide. With the AI content, we have the manually curated content that is uh, thoroughly uh, curated by more than 200 PhD scientists. And on top of that, another important point and very uh, very important actually for, for users or, or geneticists and uh, clinical scientists who are doing interpretation is basically the transparency we provide for the AI content. What I mean by transparency, transparency is the level of relevance of a specific uh, uh, reference or uh, literature finding. We provide, as I said before, the different types of icons, the blue chip and the yellow chip. The blue chip refers to the very high uh, quality uh, content and very high relevance. And the yellow one is the high to medium. And of course, we exclude any potential false positive calls from AI. This is a big differentiator compared to our other AI tools that we are kind of cleaning up the AI information that we're uh, providing to our users in order to save time from them uh, and not uh, looking into uh, some information that may be kind of false positives. As we all know, AI is a great tool, but a lot of times it provides also content that are not that relevant. So we are cleaning up this information. Great,
0: thank you. Um, Next up also on the bibliography is how often are the bibliography updates done in QCI?
1: Mm -hmm. That's a great question. We are doing uh, daily updates in different levels, weekly updates, monthly updates, bi-weekly updates, also quarterly updates in order to ensure that our users uh, have the most up-to-date content out there and uh, to ensure a high quality interpretation workflow for for their laboratories. So basically we're doing different levels of updates daily, weekly, -weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, and quarterly as well on different levels.
0: Okay, and we are starting to reach the end of our time. I think we have time for just one more question. Um, But again, I know that we've gotten some other questions from the audience. Go ahead, send in any questions that you have. If we haven't gotten to your question, we will follow up with you by email. So the last question we'll have time for today is, what about exome investigations with phenotype driven ranking for complex diseases and not monogenic diseases?
1: Yeah, yeah, the, 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 that's a great question, actually. Um, of course, PDR is extremely useful for monogenic disorders, as I showed before in the examples, the, in the clinical examples that uh, we did uh, this uh, kind of demo. Uh, but uh, As CAGE knowledge base is uh, is the most comprehensive knowledge base out there at the moment, we are taking into account multiple levels of information uh, and and links and relationships between genes, diseases, symptoms, uh, in order to uh, uncover and provide any potential link of a symptom uh, to uh, the causative uh, gene and variant. Uh, to our patients, not just for monogenic disorders, but also for some disorders that are a little bit more complex, I would say. Of course, uh, these can be done with different levels of certainty, but uh, something that I'd like to mention here is that uh, we already have users that are using the phenotype driven ranking, even for research purposes, in order to uncover new relationships between uh, genes, diseases, variants, genes and disease and phenotypes. So yes, the answer is yes overall, that we can uh, uh, work with a PDR also for those genes that are not very well established and studied as monogenic disorders. Of course, PDR, is uh, working like uh, excellent when it comes to monogenic disorders and diseases and genes that are uh, very well characterized on how and about the symptoms that they have and the the causative this the the, co- the disease that they can cause.
0: Okay, thank you. So we are now reaching the top of the hour, so we will need to wrap up. If we didn't get to your questions, we'll follow up with you by email. So I want to thank our audience for attending and also our speaker, Dr. Giorgio Stamoulis, for this presentation on a breakthrough for rare disease, completing the clinical exome gap. So thank you, everyone, and we hope to see you in another webinar soon. Thank you.